here, baby. We're back. We're back. We're back. What a day it has been. That's mic check. Oh, sorry. I was still speechless. Right <laughs> Why are you speechless? Oh, uh, we're in a different scene. It's, uh, it's very... We'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that. But uh, for everyone in stream, welcome. Hope you guys have a blessed day ahead of you. Uh, me and Fess are having a blessed day in front of us as well. But like, yeah, just welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's... I mean, we have a lot to talk about. But yeah, before I get into the introduction part of things, how's your day been? How have you been? Like, what you been up to? seen each other in a while so it's it's really it's really uh, it's really yes. good <laughs> to, welcome you know. to the stream satori b and i have a funny <laughs> story for that hold on hold on my mic's a bit low let's go eddie in the chat eddie in the chat oh eddie's everywhere in chat eddie's but like everywhere. yeah um that was a nice introduction press what i've been doing was still editing learning audacity as it is you know like it's been a difficult time learning really grinding back but behind the scenes. All, all I can say is me and Pes have been grinding behind the scenes. We have a lot of things planned mm. for the future as well, for this podcast as well. This is nowhere but up. But yeah, coming to the formal introduction, so me and Pes, um, it was a very nice day. Uh, what's it called? Uh, hold on, my mod is still checking my voice. But so far, it should be good. So yeah, I changed some settings, so it should be more fine. Okay, so what I've been doing was, um, today was a really good day because one of our friend, close friends, Eddie, uh, invited us to watch football. And I couldn't say no to that. You know what, I have to say right now, England is bringing it home, guys. <laughs> there you go, I said it in the podcast, they're gonna bring it home, yeah? But a very funny story. So me and uh, Pez decided, you know, let's just do this uh, podcast at... Uh, my place, you know, and then go over to Eddie's. The normal studio. The normal studio, you know. <laughs> but then, you know, it, Eddie kind of, what's it called, uh, seduced me to come to his place. And, like, I felt bad at the same time. <laughs> but I need to give credit where credit is due. So, right now, we're at Tutong. We're at Eddie's. We're at, not Eddie, we're at Satui Bian's crib. Heck yeah. Uh, including Alexander Pierce. But a very huge shout out to Alexander Pierce. He lended me his amazing pc and oh <laughs> oh it's so quick i love it so much but yeah thank you so much to alexander pierce and satori bian you guys are goated for life and if you could have me every day i would be uh, your pleasure <laughs> i would just abuse the shit out of your pc but yeah thank you so much guys it means a lot and also can we get a happy birthday chant for alexander pierce it's his birthday after midnight by the way so like yeah Please, Pes, would you do the honors for singing? Yeah, bro, I didn't <laughs> sing. But yeah, 
um what's it called um happy birthday to alexander pierce he's yeah. uh, he's goaded he's part of the sip and talk family and he's goaded for life clap 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 thank you so much <laughs> get a get a birthday chant going on in chat because without him the exactly. without him the stream wouldn't be possible today so yeah mm-hmm. thank you so much and just to let you know i'm stealing his pc so He doesn't know that. He's even though he's <laughs> even though he's right behind me. But like I'm stealing his PC like oh it's so good. But yeah, oh let's get into the stuff now. Also, clap clap. Happy birthday. Yes. Daitya said happy birthday to Alexander Pierce and don't worry, your message has been relayed to him because he's right behind me. So yeah. Thank you so much guys. It means a lot. With all that said, all that said, I think it's time to like start the session. So, um Let's start with a lighthearted question first, you light-hearted. know. Lighthearted. Lighthearted, <laughs> bro. Come on, we got to start with lighthearted. So, QFQ coming in for um just for us to warm up in the podcast and uh well, yeah, you know how we do it. <laughs> It's basically sip and talk tradition to do QFQs, yeah. quick fire questions. So, um yeah, let's, let's start, start off with one. Uh you want to do the honors of writing it down? Uh, sure. Yeah, this is a serial question first. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a very quick it's a very quick answer. Like I don't okay, think you can go into really, really it's not even a question. <laughs> like it's just uh what are people's uh, opinion on this? Yeah. Do you put Oh. Should I try? That's fine. But yeah, hope you guys are ready for today's movie reviews. We have a lot ready. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Damn. There's a new setup so the mics might be kind of low but we got this. Yes, correct pass. Okay. So, would this you like everyone? Know? This is for everyone. The question is, cereal into the bowl first or milk? Hmm. <laughs> Now, I I have heard or seen people have fought over this uh topic before. But um I know that it's kind of a very very lighthearted quick question. I just want to know Because like people actually fought over this question. No, I, no, no. There have been debates over this yeah, question. Even wars, like cereal or milk first. Uh, let me think. I don't need to think. I know my answer. So, um, I put my cereal first, and then milk. Now, is that weird? I don't think so. Pour the bowl to the cereal first, then put the milk. Man. And that's just Eddie's stuff. That's just that's, that's just, just Eddie's. that's just Eddie's way Eddie's of thinking. Eddie's in his things. own league, and we can't ever reach that. Eddie's on a league of his own. You cannot compare your ideologies to this man. But yeah, um, uh, so what I find weird about yeah. this is how people have warm milk with their cereal. It, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. Yeah. Even though I don't know what's wrong with it, it's just I don't like it. Depends. How do you even have? Cereal first. That's my G. Okay. What about uh, Dietira, Hamiz, uh, and Eddie as well? Um, do you prefer warm milk or cold milk with your cereal? Because if you prefer warm How milk, that even a question. Uh, yo, there are some warm people. Warm milk. There are some people that. Where do you like even it? store the milk to the point that it's just warm? I don't know. Maybe imagine the heat of their cereal. Do you, Do you think they just put their milk on the shelf like with salt and all the seasoning? Oh, like normally. <laughs> I I don't get it. Why warm milk? Well, I still don't know. What if it's know. like a hot cereal? No, I don't. <laughs> no, bro, I've never had a warm milk. Maji or Missy 62 came up with the warm milk. <laughs> All right, 
That is that is very weird to me. No, with the with the emote. With the like, emote as well. Damn. Disgusting. You know what? I will have to give this a try. Sip and talk. Me and Pez will give warm no, cereal. No, no, no. Yo, come on. Okay, okay, okay. You say that, right? Yeah. But you refused when I asked Cadbury durian. Fuck that. Uh, durian no, does not belong no, in chocolate. See, see, it has to. It has to work both ways. Cold milk is always my go-to. So it's everybody's go-to. No, it's not Omisi's go-to, and like Omisi's an odd one out, right? So like, for Omisi, we're gonna try the warm milk. No, dude, you're disgusted. Look at the emote. Oh wait, he's disgusted, so he doesn't have. Om- okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, oh yeah, so cold milk w- wins for the bo- oh, Okay, warm milk. I'm, I'm thinking about. I, I still cannot think. What Jeez. else? Do- like I know coffees. Okay, latte, hot milk. Nah, I'm making fun of warm milk. Ha ha ha. Yes, yes, yes. I just got that. I've known people who prefer room temperature milk. <laughs> so they legitimately put their like full cream milk, you know, in this in the shelf of the. Seat. Eddie came with the with the thing. Warm milk is usually an alternative. If we don't have any fresh milk anywhere in the house, a simple mixture of condensed milk and warm oh we try I, I tried that back in childhood what the days. fuck is this bro? back in childhood days this was the this was the warm milk makes it soggy faster uh, but like some people actually like it um being um being soggy for me uh, um, in an instant i i kind of prefer it soggy but like you know not to the point where it's like soggy soggy but it's like Enough to be between soggy and crunchy. Yeah. I still find the condensed milk and warm water kind of like a weird thing. Nah, this, this is like, you know, it's like culture. It's just, it's just culture. <laughs> culture? I gotta try that as well. But Trust yeah. Me, it'll look like milk, it'll taste like one. What do you mean, condensed milk and water? I mean, it is milk. <laughs> uh, uh, that's kind of weird. But okay. Moving on to that weird tangent. I mean, I'm still, I'm still thinking about yeah, it though. Yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? I'm trying to think. Condensed milk and water. Wait, that's it. There's yeah. no sugar or anything. Like, just, just mix it until it looks like milk, and then put your freaking cereal in it. It's kind of weird though, but okay. If it's a, if it's a tradition kind of thing, I gotta try that, bro. Except for the Cadbury durian chocolate shit, bro. Nah, if you want warm milk, then you, you should. It's both ways. Both yeah. ways. Well, Sip and Talk got a lot of things to try coming up, so. Hells yeah. Alright. You should try it. Will do, Daitira. I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll especially tell Satori BN to make it for me. So, yeah. <laughs> He's right next to me, and I can see him smiling. But, yeah, maybe, who knows, I might. I might ask Satori BN to come and talk here for a bit. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah. Um, moving on, do you have an- another quick fire question? Or should Are I you sure you wanna bring one or we should start? Oh, okay. we should, we should, we should like. Three, Still three warm questions. up? Still warm up. Still, Still warm, warm up. up? Okay, okay. No, I had to stop for a while. I, um, I had to start in the car while we were on the way mm. to the. Um, to our arrival, <laughs> to our freaking destination. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't Which speak is right. Satori yeah, Satori Bian's grip. Hell yeah. <laughs> and um, the question is, um, would you rather, would you rather wear wet socks oh. or wet gloves? <laughs> oh god. Okay. 
Boom. There you go. Would, Would you, you rather wear wet socks or wet gloves? What the fuck is this and question? Why? And why? I don't even have an answer. This was like on top of my mind. Yeah, this was like on the way when we were coming to Eddie's place. He lives quite far, so we had a lot of time to think about what we we're gonna talk about. So, uh, I can I can contest to this point right now. Wet gloves all the way. Wet gloves. Really? You say that. Really? But I have a rhetoric to that as well. I have a rebuttal to that. Why am I rebuttaling this? Everybody, is, everybody's going wet gloves right well, now. Okay, let me tell you. I don't think Eddie has experienced this as well. But I, I went with him to a trip. I forgot which one. Is it... Uh, was, it the, was it the trendy one? No, it's not trendy. It's the Tutong as well. Alagayo, yes. There you go. We went to Alagayo, right? And my ass decided to wear fucking socks. And... This is the weird part, right? Yeah. I kind of like the sensation. So we were walking in the jungle and it was... Because I farm, so I don't mind dirty gloves. Ooh, makes sense, makes sense. But me and Eddie went to uh, Alagayo, which is... Don't get me wrong, it's a really beautiful place. I'd love to go there again. Cap. But, um, <laughs> speaking of which, um, me and Eddie were trekking in a jungle. I think so it's called a jungle. It was a jungle. And there, it, there were a lot of swamps, you know? And as soon as we arrived, like we, I had to use my what's it called? That was a shoe that I left. I used to use my Skechers shoes, and I was wearing socks, and it got wet so bad in the swamp. Like, like what was that thing? Any leeches? Was it leeches? Yeah, leeches came and actually bit off my fucking toe. It was a wild ride, but Yo. then at the end, <laughs> I really loved the sensation of having wet socks for some reason. So if I'm thinking of this realistically. I choose my wet socks over wet gloves. Wet socks. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had an experience with wet gloves. I I don't think I'd have any experience anytime soon. But I think I would choose with wet socks. Wet there socks. Go. Yeah, because I experienced this. Yeah. I think Eddie did as well. So yeah. Dang. Um. Okay. So now that I think about it, I kind of have experience with both. Mm-hmm. Under the same activity, um, <laughs> that toe biting <laughs> sensation. <laughs> um, uh, I used to do construction work, so um, there's yeah, it involves a lot of you know um, cement, sand, water, and all that. And um, I assure you, not just the feeling of cemented socks and gloves, but like it's very wet. And hard at the same time. It's so weird, and um, I I don't know which I would prefer. You know what kind of situation I would prefer to be in, uh, but I guess I would agree with everybody and go for wet gloves. Cause um, I remember like after I opened my shoes, man, it was so it felt so weird. Having you know wet weird socks and then you can see the wrinkles in your toes and then you know you gotta wash them properly. If it's like hands, you always wash your hands so you don't really mind it getting dirty because like true, true, you know true. even our culture we we eat with our hands and all that. Mm. So um, I think I would prefer wet gloves more wet than gloves? wet socks. I think for me, Satori uh, and I got accustomed to it. I believe because we were walking in the jungle, right? I, yeah. I don't know about his experience with wet gloves, but like we were walking in the jungle and uh, what's it called? I just got accustomed to it straight away because like I was walking in fucking swamp muddy areas yeah. yo speaking a bit tangent about that like when I was walking in Alagayo in the jungle I almost felt like I was gonna drown in one of the swamps like it was 
the most scariest sensation ever had in my life but to other people it was like normal you know the <laughs> guide of course for the guide it would be normal because you know they trek there every day but for a guy that's come from a metropolitan city and witnessing the jungle first hand is something that i will always remember in my lifetime was it like like quicksand or <laughs> no i don't know how to describe the feeling bro like i walked you in the slowly drowned i slowly drowned and at one point i screamed and i had to like hold <laughs> someone's uh, shoulder like legit but some of the girls there were doing it better than i do i love your sexy voice fahad <sighs> Yo, give it up for Wallace. Give it up for Wallace. Tells you, welcome to the stream. Welcome to the stream. Yes. Man. He yeah. loves your sexy bun, Pes. <laughs> What do you mean by sexy bun? Man, you got the hair of Tarzan, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, everyone kill for that hair. Legit. I wish I had that hair. But yeah, um one of the best experience I would never forget in my lifetime. So, uh, also, Wally, thank you for dropping by. Hope you enjoy your session here. Mm. We have a lot of things to talk about and it's going to be movie reviews time. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of information. So, <clears throat> that was a good tangent. I like that. I like everyone's participation. It means a lot to us and as always, thank you everyone for the support. Like without you guys, we would not be here and thank you to as well again, thank you to Satori BN and Alexander Pierce for sponsoring <laughs> for sponsoring today's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But yeah. I think I think we're warmed enough. Yeah. Are we warm enough? I don't know, Chad. Are we warm enough? Are we warm enough to go for the movie review time? Holy shit, I can't wait for this. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. But before that, two. <laughs> I actually have a lot. Easy on the spawns, spawners, boys. Hells <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're we're okay for one more question, and then we jump on to the I movie reviews. I and you want to choose from here? You can choose. I can choose. Huh. I thought of two questions already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I think we asked this already. Yeah, we did. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow this yes. is like this is like a yeah, deep yeah, question yeah. this will get us okay this will get us proper you know time. before going to the deep stuff and movies we're going to do it we're going yeah <laughs> okay. so let's start off with the next question one of our last questions before we move on to movie reviews okay so the question is what do you value most in a friend all right So, who wants to take the gun on this? Should I first or should we do you want to go first? Um, you can go first. No, I was just going to tell like, you know, I want the chat to interact yeah. with us. Also, well. chat, feel free to answer this question because your engagement is what makes the chat going, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Your engagement means more than us talking. So, yeah, please, please let us know your answer to this. I would really appreciate it. And also, Um I forgot to mention this but in the beginning of the stream I wasn't able to catch it but Wally 998 I love that name thank you for the follow it means a lot and to all the people that's reposting my stories it means a lot as well uh my phone's going through a tough time so I can't repost them <laughs> back so yeah but ah uh, thank you so much guys the support means a lot oh my <laughs> god Wally I need a serious answer <laughs> I value their sexy voices and their sexy buns. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hamis said, shit, a big thinker, this one. Yes, it's a big thinker. Um, I value the heart of a friend the most then the lungs and <laughs> liver and kidneys are also very valuable as well. Oh, Dietheria is plotting a... No, she's just a black market, you know, human trafficker, so I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Hustle, loyalty, respect, never give up. Why do I feel like my man's quoting John Cena right here? <laughs> right <What>? from above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see me. But okay. Do you have an answer? Okay. I, um, I, I think mine would be very... Uh, would be a very simple answer okay. and that okay. would be uh, I guess uh, I guess time or you know um, I would say lo- I don't know about loyalty <laughs> well it's a race channel that just asked me to follow so I did <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking right don't kill me hey yo <laughs> wallet please don't say that we might get sponsored <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't know the horizon might be high. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, um, I think the closest thing would be loyalty, or maybe just like you know, caring for your friend in general. And um, you know, technically, like you care about a friend as much as you care about yourself. Now, it kind of you know, um, it's kind of hard to explain, or like it's more complicated than that because you know how. We're all, you know, we all have our own problems and, you know, in parts of life. And then sometimes it's really hard to spend time, you know, with others. But for people who, you know, sacrifices their, you know, parts of their life for another human being. And I feel like that's just beautiful. <laughs> Yo, chat, why <laughs> y'all throwing every sponsorship? <laughs> Not VPN, man. None of these are sponsored. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't strike. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like um, I guess that's kind of loyalty, you know. And um, when you sacrifice your time for another human being and you care for them as much as you care for yourself, I feel like that's the 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 most that I value in a friend, you know. Cause like it, it's really hard because I I've been in. So many countless situations. Me and Fad, you know, we've been throughout like the whole (laughs) years of friendship. Of course, there's, you know, um, different types of uh, circumstances and then obstacles in our lives. And, um, you know, when we have to be there for each other, even though um, one of us still had things or problems um, in our own different private life. But like, you know, we make time for each other. So those are the things that I kind of... Mostly value in a friend, so um, yeah, that's just my take. It's so simple, but like intricate in a way. <laughs> I. Alright. So for me, um, um, how do you start with this question? Like, I value just like <laughs> um. So I want to say this properly. Um, growing up in Dubai, you know, like. I had a lot of friends who come and go as well, and they've stuck with me. Most of my friends from Dubai uh, has like, I actually married right now. Shout out to Ahmed, who's actually my close friend. He got married right now. How is it the way Pes explained about loyalty turns me on? <laughs> I don't know. Chill, bro. <laughs> chill, bro. Chill, bro. But yeah, it's okay. I hope I can turn you on, Walid. Sorry, boys. It's a coffee. <laughs> Be right back. Dinner. Hope you have a great dinner ahead of you, Ahmed. Yo, welcome to the stream, Kyle. Gotcha. 
Yeah, let's go, let's go. But uh, as I was saying, um, by the way, uh, Kel, thank you for joining. The question is, what do you value most in a friend? Would love to hear your answer. Yeah, that's the dis current discussion. Wallet, if you can tell what coffee you had, I would love to know. I just, I'm having my iced latte right now. So yeah, um, it's a vibe right now. Yes, it is. It's definitely a vibe. But yeah, moving on, like, um, what I value most in a friend, like, they came and go and everything. And like, sometimes my expectations, you know, are broken down, you know. But as moving on, maturing on as an uh, adult right now, I value only one thing in life when it comes in terms of friendship, which is not mostly towards loyalty because I feel like if there's trust in a relationship or in a Yeah, trust, trust. I, I feel like that's the more yeah. accurate. Word. If there's trust, there will be loyalty. Like It goes hand in hand together. I'm having Nescafe. Uh, Dayatira said, I think the fact they were willing to get to know me and be my friend is something I value pretty highly in and of itself. Sorry, I didn't get to make a pit stop. It's okay, Machi. It's all good. Yeah, Nescafe is good too, this I is, guess. It's an everyday drink. It's an everyday drink. It's really nice. It's like sushi. I love Nescafe. I love <laughs> Nescafe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on. Um, so if you have trust, there will be loyalty anyway. For me, I value this one thing, which is truthfulness. <coughs> If you honesty. have honesty, if you have a friend that's really honest with you, you cannot, and not the kind of honest like the fake kind of honesty, like, like sit down and have an actual conversation with you about life in general, about what you're doing that's right or wrong, you know. So there are times in like my relationship with uh, my closest friends right now, um, we actually have time to talk to each other, no matter what shit we're going through right now. Hafez said, like. If you're going through the worst of times possible, no matter what situation you're in, they will always make time for you no matter what. Whatever the situation is. If they cannot make it a simple phone call, if they cannot do the phone call, they can promise you the next day and still text you. Like Those are the friendships I value the most, honestly. Thinking about you every day. Hello, humans. Welcome, Kiwi, to the stream. Kiwi, welcome. <laughs> my, my, my stream labs is acting up right yeah. now. Hey, humans, welcome to the stream. But yeah. So, Kiwi... The question is, what do you value most in, in, a in a friend? I value the time spent for coffee hangouts, even though we're busy. True. Yo, that is sick. Oh my That's god. Us as well. Oh my god, now Fahad is turning me on with this trust. Oh god, come on. I, I can't. But Yo, Wally, you wildin'. Oh, oh, Wally, you wildin', bro. By the way, guys, Wallet has been playing this race simulator, which is fucking sick. It's called Dirt Rally, and like I saw that game, and hopefully I give it a try really soon. It's really oh. the game is. Wait, sick. does he have the steering setup? He has the steering he setup. Has, you got the steering setup? I think so. Uh, Wallet, correct me if I'm wrong. You have the steering setup, right? I, he does. He does. I know for a fact he does. I saw his stories, but yeah, um, that's what I feel like because um, speaking about Pez, like he, someone who has my back through. Uh, through and through in my ups and downs through all my heartaches and heartbreaks someone who is a ride or die for me that is a goaded answer that's somewhere I'm going with this as well the homie the, like, the homie route like Eddie Bess and like I really like one of the friends that were there throughout my whole life in this one year right now and I value that mostly because no matter what call I give they will say no matter what situation oh, Oh my god, I'm being marketed without even asking. You don't need to ask, Walid. You're in the goated family, bro. You're there. Everyone in the chat right now 
is goaded. So you're part of this. We yeah, yeah. we're trying to build a community here, like where we all know everything about each other and sip and talk family. Sip and talk family, you know. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, like my friends have always had my back. Um, best, I said the story once, like I think two three podcasts ago when I was going through a rough time and I called him in the middle of his workout. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna work out at your place and listen to you Babylon, because that's what friends do. And then recently I was going through a tough time. Like I couldn't sleep and then I called Satori BN and he was like, yo, just come over fam, it's okay. And I'm pretty sure he was going through a lot of things that then he's like, he didn't give two shits. He's like, come over and just watch K-drama and I did. And he lent me his Jump Force, which, oh, if I could get in a tangent oh of that, god. oh my god. It's um, a movie review, it's a movie review. Okay, okay, it's a movie review. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm taking so much time right now. But yeah, do you want to start a cult with me? Oh, definitely. But yeah, um... That's I mean, technically. We, we are in a cult already, guys. <laughs> We're in the condensed milk plus water we cult. Okay. We have memberships already. <laughs> memberships. Should we sacrifice Fahad or Pes? Why not Eddie? You know, why not Satori BN, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Why us? Like, why you gotta sacrifice us? But yeah, um, that is my take on friendship, you know? And with that being said, thank you for everyone for your participation. Thank you so much, Pes, for participating. Thank you, Eddie, who's right beside me. Friends review poggers. <laughs> Friends review as well. Yes, Omisi joined the um, the Discord as well. So feel free to post there and, you know, just chat with us and engage with us. We're going to get to know each other really well. Probably Fahad first because he'd be turning us on. I can't deal with my friends right now. Hey, but, but <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, perks of chat guy. <laughs> hey, by the way, Omizi62, how was your Stardew Valley? I saw you playing it last night. How was it? How was it? One common interest. True, true. Common interests are... Mm. You know the worst thing is... Wait, no, no, no. I, I think Pes and me have the same interests. Worst? What do you mean? Worst? No, no, no. I was trying to think if you and I have common interests. And we do, actually. Yeah, we yeah. just have different opinions about all yeah, the Yeah, different things. opinions. Eddie different. and me, I feel like, have no interest at all. Common <laughs> interest. He hates coffee. What? Say it loud. Say it loud. <laughs> say it loud, Eddie. <laughs> chemistry? <laughs> or you can say it in chat. I give you permission to say it in chat. But yeah, chemistry, yes. Yes, that's true. Wow, I think Kiwi's coming with a whole yeah, bullet you know point. What? Hey, we'll we'll give time yes. you, for anyone who's still you know thinking through um, the question. You know what you most value in a friend. You guys can take how many times you want, like the whole session, because like we're here. We're, we're here. It's baby. a big hangout. You know, it's a big family hangout. So yes. like, sip and talk. Let's go. Let's go, baby boys and girls. We're ready for. And plus, if you guys have any, Stardew is chill. As always, hate try hard games right now. Uh, I think it's my love story with Valorant, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we can move on right now. And if anyone has any questions to ask uh, your boys, sip and talk. Yeah, yeah. And if you wanna, if you wanna ask the chat questions as well, feel free to put your question down. We can drop everything we're talking about and talk about the question provided. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna reiterate this as many times as we want to. It's about the community right now because it's like hell yeah you guys have done so much for us it's time to give back so yeah let's get on with the movie reviews movie review let's go guess what movie we're starting with next first alright oh man <coughs> alright 
to all the people who haven't watched this movie, it's okay. These guys are making me feel welcome. Brad, <laughs> you're always welcome. What, what do you mean? What do you mean, bro? bro? We hung out yesterday, fam. By the way, oh, okay, no. <laughs> it's like free marketing everywhere. Uh, by the way, before we jump on to this movie review, uh, like the boys are actually jamming, having jamming sessions as well. And it's one thing I've been wanting to join. And hopefully next week I can join and document that as well. Because, oof, I love my jam sessions. Same, Wally. They're making me feel attacked. <laughs> Bruh, guys, Eddie is... Saturi Bian is next to me, bro. And like, he's... God, trolling, trolling. I love, I love it though. But yeah, guys. Right now, the movie review is about Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. Let's kick it off. I'm gonna kick it off with a brief summary of it. Like, the summary can be found anywhere. Wow! Bro, I just saw this just now. Okay, okay. During the holidays, a brutal series of murders strike fear into the city of Gotham. Batman sets out to pursue the serial killer with the support of police officer James Gordon and district attorney Harvey Dent. Now, that is the story, a synopsis. And director Chris Palmer, it was released on June 22, 2021, 22nd, 2021 and distributed by Warner's Bros Home Entertainment. Now, let's get into it. Hold on, yeah. Okay. So the movie, you want to start this out or should I? I can do it. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I love Batman so much. I grew up with Batman. Like I've said this so many times in the podcast like yeah. It's, it's known right now that I'm a big Batman fanatic and how are the voice actors in that movie? I haven't watched. Honestly, the voice actors did it fucking justice. Like, I, I have a lot of passion when I talk about this because there are some Batman movies that didn't live up to my expectations. I'm gonna talk about The Killing Joke for a bit. Killing Joke was a good story, you know. It had good, uh, what's it called, characteristics to it. It had like, it had the story set, but I felt like it didn't, it didn't showcase how the comic was, you know? Like, it didn't showcase how the Joker actually, like, I tried to sympathize with him, but I couldn't at one point. I couldn't, like, the voice acting as well did not make me go like, wow. But speaking about this movie, The Long Halloween, from starting to end, I was crying in excitement. My head was on Pess's shoulder because I was so excited on every fucking scene. The, forget the voice acting for a second. When you watch an anime as well, anything, for me, the first thing I see is the art style, you know? The art style, if I'm like not into it, like, it's gonna be difficult for me, but there are some art styles and animes that I don't like, but I love the story. But this one had everything for me. The art style is like you're flipping a comic book page. Honestly, it's like you're reading a manga, but in an, uh, what's it called, a movie format. Oh. Oh man, The Killing Joke was a pure original and yeah, the movie wasn't that full in depth. Honestly, yes, you're right. It, it didn't live up to the expectations as of how I read it was. But there's, you know how I'm such a biased Batman fan? I kind of like The Killing Joke as well. I don't know why. That's why I feel like this review is not, you know, this is going to be too biased because, but I think Pess is here to like calm me down, calm me down for a second, you know. It's only this movie, guys, don't worry. So... <laughs> Yeah, like the voice actors in this movie were really good. Just hold on, guys. Okay. Uh, okay. 
so yeah uh, the movie review um, the art style was amazing the voice actors were on par to none there are some scenes that there's only one scene is where Gordon talked to his uh, daughter I found that that was really not well done in my opinion like the whole movie was so good but then you it, it just for me like I can like it was like we're running in a 100 meter race and stopping halfway yeah. you know yeah and but it's me I love Batman so I can continue the thrill after that scene itself but so far I'm not going to ruin the story for you guys because like no spoiler alerts here at the end there was one of the beautiful ending i've ever seen in a batman movie up till date and my favorite is the dark knight returns part 1 honestly and the voice actors in the killing joke were amazing the art style was amazing i felt like it was a live action movie you know i feel like it can stand its own with one of the shittiest avengers movie i've watched so far you know i feel like it's in that state right now so yeah i really love batman the long halloween and pes is going to be here to dumb me down for a bit like you can ask him I was just like excited in every fucking scene. Oh my god. Uh sorry. Is this like the spoiler free zone? Nearly spilled how Obi-Wan killed Peter Parker. <laughs> <sighs> I can't. I can't with Walid right now. I can't. But no no no, Walid, you can you can put your spoilers as well. It's fine. So was it having a Goosebumps kind of movie, maybe a boner? I think it's both of them at the same time. Like Harvey Dent's portrayal of that specific universe his story was really well done it was really well done it was not fast paced the progression let me tell you there are some movies that progress really quick you know the pacing of the story the pacing of this story was on par to none it was perfect it was like eating a chocolate cake you know that's how i describe a fucking story right there eating a chocolate cake taking your time but if you're a hungry motherfucker and you rush that shit It's not going to it won't be tasty. You got to savor your time, you know. It's like making a Japanese ice pour over <laughs> coffee, you know. You got to know your brew ratio and then you got to brew the, you got to know your methods, you know. You can't rush the process. Can't gush the water. Not like how Conjuring did that. <laughs> Dude, Conjuring was just Hollywood, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's my take on The Batman the Long Halloween. I will add more when I get myself to calm down because I'm just excited talking about Batman. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to pass this mic on to Pes and hopefully he can give the pacing ain't the same as 12 minutes video summary on a certain site. Yo man, Eddie is so like he just you know what? Eddie's the type of guy to watch a freaking movie review, that's it. Oh wait. Is it that what we're doing right now? <laughs> no, but like like you know, in video terms. In video terms, yeah, I get you. Like Super Eye Patch Wolf and honestly, that that's okay as well because I watched Perfect Blue from Super Eye Patch Wolf and who There you go. Yeah. I'm gonna pass the mic on to Pes right now. <laughs> All right. Um. So for uh everyone, I'm not as much as a Batman connoisseur like Fahad, but I did grow up as uh with Batman as well. And um, what I can tell now for me, since um, you know, I'm not that deep into Batman, but you know, um, so. From Mama's viewpoint, I guess it's like you know a biased fan. A biased, legit, it's a biased. Yeah, and then for me, it's you know how I am with movies. I you know even though, um, even though I'm biased for it, but I still try to critic it in a you know in a just yeah movie review. Yeah, movie review. So for me, um, first, um, I would like to talk about some of the parts that you know that made me remember the movie, which was about Harvey Dent. and his relationship and then Gilda. Joker 
and as well um, as well as Batman's mistake on the ship. Oh yes. <coughs> so yeah, those were the the most impactful um, scenes that I had uh, in uh, Long Halloween. <laughs> Uh, so it was um I was really into um what I thought about the art style uh, I was like oh wow e- even though I didn't read any of the issues but I could feel that they're you know really staying into the traditions like you just know when you look at you know when you look at the movie it's like oh this is how they do this is how they do their comics and um, they're really loyal to it and I really I really, I don't know. There, uh, there are some that I need to talk about. It's just um, one of the things I kind of not disagree, but like maybe don't like a bit, just a bit, or like you know, it's just me. This is my opinion. Um, like staying true, like almost to a hundred percent of the art style. I feel like they could have um, kind of like you know loosen it up a bit and then try. To do more um, creative ways on how they proceed within, you know, the scenes. Cause I remember um, just like when Gordon was talking to the daughter and all that. Um, <clears throat> it was like it's somehow so static and very stiff. Now, you know, for me, it's like I get that it's Batman and it's like it's supposed to be dark, gloomy, and then you know, I I, I get the gist. But some parts of the movie, I feel like they could have gotten more creative, because of course, you know, in a movie you have to put some movie elements, right? And I yes. feel like they could have give more than just you know sticking to the comics. And you know, I, I get that like the comics are important, but when they're doing additional scenes, I feel like they could have made it more impactful or like more uh, memorable. So. For me, um, the highlights were, you know, Harvey Dent, and then um, the the Joker was. I feel yeah, like it was it was beautiful. No, it was not, well done. I will actually debate this exactly. As well. It was one of the best performances. Like, not the best, but it was, it's decent. Decent, <laughs> like very decent. Like I I really love it, and it's like, you know, um, even though, like I I wish. I could have been more into you know the the lore and everything, and I do notice that the this movie is like um, what do you call this? It? Very early into the story, right? Mm. So you know, and the way they introduced um, oh also the fighting scene Ooh. at the um, at the freaking uh, what was it alleyway? Remember? Yeah, with the goons. Yeah, with the goons. That was like, I was so surprised. I was actually surprised, like, oh wow, this is actually made very well. And I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> so, I, you know, that was one thing that kind of like took my mind off when it was just like static and like stiff and then dark, gloomy, you know, di- like really, really staying into Batman. Because I feel like, you know, I- even though we get the gist of Batman being like dark, me and like you know I feel like they could have been more um, contrast or like more creative ways to make it more impactful and the fight was like that I I gave it I gave it to the fight like that that was actually choreographed very beautifully so um, those are the things you know like in the comics it's just like you know kapow and then I (laughs) it's just like that but the way they did those scenes 
that's a you know that's like additional scenes because you know not a, not all of the um, all of those scenes are in the comics so it's like it's more cut down to just highlight some of the fights but this one was like a through and through fluid you know um, animations so I feel like they could have put that more into some of the additional scenes um, in the movie and because of that um, it's not it's not bad yeah it's not it's yeah not. it's not bad it's, it's a decent uh, it's a decent movie for me even though you know even if I'm not as much into the fandom but like just um, you know in my own opinion it doesn't really lack a lot I just feel like they could have been more you know more creative simply put Mm. Just to make it more impactful and all, but yeah, I, that's it. <laughs> Can I just add another thing? Um, you know, when every like it's it's a time where you like look at a lot of people's favorite characters are taking part in um, what's it called the the movie, especially the Joker. And the Joker is something that's been in my life since beginning of time, honestly. Like. Um, Heath Ledger's story is is honestly like a very emotional part of my childhood as well. But when it comes to the Joker, a lot of people see the performance. Like you know how Jared Leto's performance really slumped as a Joker. You know, like this Joker performance. Now let me tell you something. Troy Baker fits as the Joker. Like yeah. if you guys have the time, just see how like because everyone looks at the voice acting of Joker. You know, because. Mark Hamill and a lot of other people who voice the Joker set the standard on how a fucking maniacal crazy person such as the Joker should be played and Troy Baker nailed that role. I forgot if he was actually... Troy Baker was, I think, Batman in the Telltale games and ugh, it did not suit him really well, honestly. like He, he voiced the Joker and he it was well done. It suited him perfectly, no doubt about it. But yeah, it comes to this time about how we're gonna grade it. Now our grading system is up to ten, right? Not five. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna st- so sip and talk. Movie review, guys, is always gonna be uh, out of ten. And also, if you guys have anything, uh, if you guys have any movie suggestions, please give it to us. You know, we'll me and Pest will watch it, and you can even type this on, uh, give it to us on Discord. So just gonna plug this in straight away because I really would love everyone that's here to join the discord as well it will mean a lot to us mm. but yeah um, so continuing on uh, I will rate this movie don't worry guys this will be the most biased I, I have been I can't be truthful because if I'm really truthful about this movie I honestly enjoyed every second of it I don't know how because if I'm analyzing it, it's just that one scene where Gordon was speaking to his daughter that really ruined the whole aspect of the movie because I feel like they could have done better mm-hmm. because like, you can see the reviews yourselves, guys, on this show as well. It's it's something new with the animation in a Batman series, honestly. Like, well fucking done. They took their time to make this movie. It was not rushed. Beautifully done. Everyone enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So I'm going to rate this movie 9 out of 10. It's... Fest is time. Nine out of ten for me. Nine out of ten. Yes, Mark Hamill's impec- ir- irreplaceable yeah. for the role, but Troy Baker is on a different level of bringing Joker to life. Yeah. Honestly, yes, you're right with that, and I agree with that point wholeheartedly. So my scoring is nine out of ten, mm-hmm. and I'm taking one point because of that scene, 
like no movie is ever perfect i don't know what movie i've gave 10 out of 10 to i forgot but there is a movie that i want to give 10 out of 10 to and the, you know what i don't is think be devil i think i gave okay yeah. i i did give be devil 10 out of 10 i think i'm not sure did but the today's movie oh, review guys sitting slip i did give it a 10 out of 10 i think me and pes gave it a 10 yeah, out of 10 yes yeah. so but don't worry i think for me there's a movie that's going to be spoken about today and wally has watched it too and a, another 10 out of 10 would be given there trust me <laughs> don't worry about that <laughs> but yeah um for me it's 9 out of 10 pes would you like to tell us your score dang um so before i grade um i usually talk about the things that i appreciate in the movie now um what i do appreciate was how they really try to stick with the comic art you know art style and um that's one one point only because i was in the movie just admitted true <laughs> you know what that's how i base up this point if wallet is in a movie then it ain't a 10 out of 10 <laughs> it's it's never a 10 if wallet's not in a movie <laughs> But um yeah um I really appreciate that the animators really stick to the comic style and um uh I think what gave it away some of them like I said um additional scenes could have been more creative and some of the dialogues I kind of had a bit of a problem like some of them are like way too short or way too I I don't know stiff like it doesn't you know uh doesn't make me impactful where it should be and um i do appreciate some of the jokes where they um Dude, like like the joker's jokes were all amazing like i um, laughed at every one of yeah, them yeah and some of the um uh, the 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 ones where everybody's just gone when they're talking like oh, yeah. albert was <laughs> albert what the fuck yeah. um they do that <laughs> yeah exactly so like they were gone and bruce was gone and harvey was gone <laughs> so yeah. like yeah i i i really like those scenes and um uh the joker like troy baker you know i really felt that maniacal yes. uh, personality uh when he did the voice acting so um for me i guess i can give it kiss idiot kiss it yo welcome, welcome to the chat we're doing welcome. a movie review right now about <laughs> the batman the long halloween mhm um okay so for me it's either 7 or 8 so i'll put it 7.5 7.5 7.5 Cause uh, I feel like it's a decent movie. It's, it's just movie. Yeah, yeah, it could have it could have been, been better. better and impactful. But yeah, I urge everyone right now. Like, if you are fans of the DC universe and in general Batman, if you want to witness an art style, please give this movie a watch because, oof, it will move you in different ways possible. And just do me a favor and watch how the Joker acts because his persona was displayed on full here. The way he was psychologically driven. And I know part two. It's going to be a love story between him and Harvey Dent. Just saying, it's gonna be nice. Just give that a watch. And damn, I forgot to mention there was a fight scene on a plane with Joker and Batman. And that's all I'm gonna put there. All I'm gonna put there. Yeah. So we, I gave it a nine out of ten. Pes gave it a seven point five. Breakfast this weekend. Yo, we're down. Fuck yeah, have some breakfast. Let's go. No problem. X Benedict yeah Benedict <laughs> But yeah that uh, that's that's for that Batman. Was Batman that was Batman hope you guys enjoyed our movie reviews we have more so yeah uh let's let me bring out the list <laughs> we have a list yeah yeah so we finished Batman the Long Halloween let me uh tick okay i will let pass 
choose the next movie? Um, I feel like um, we should tone it down a bit and then talk about some of the some of the movies that we kind of. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to tone it down with the movie or with the question? Um, a movie. A movie. Like you can... something we quit on or like. We quit. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's two movies. Oh no, not two movies. Two. I think two. There's which one? Um, Go jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, from Batman to Tutong, hells. Wally, I am Batman. Let's go Tutong. I want to kiss Satori B and Mans, kiss idiot. I'm in Tutong right now. Uh, but yeah. Uh, continuing on, we're going to talk about another movie. Let me get this properly set. I need to get the proper name. Uh, is it this? Yes. Yep. Okay. Goita. We're going to talk about this. Oh, oh man. So yeah. So the next movie review guys is uh it's a, a series uh, or a short horror series. Go jump. It's available on Netflix guys and to give a bit uh summary on this movie it's available on Netflix. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, so bad. It's Korean. <laughs> it's Korean and it has a very it's short series so basically every episode is a different story. Yeah. So The synopsis is this: When night falls on the city, shadows and spirits come alive in this horror anthology series centered on urban legends. Really, urban legends? Are you serious? Okay, we're gonna get into it. No, this is like Korean superstitions. What did they not explain this like before? It was like it re- revolved around like Korean superstitions. But one thing oh, we got to tell this how it is first I right didn't now. like it. <laughs> uh, we got to tell it. So we got this movie recommended yeah from someone who I'm not going to name which is okay. Uh he's probably see this but I already told him face to face but I don't want to put him on blast here. So me and Pes are at that stage too. when you recommend movies to us right it has to be something that's uh like we, how me and Pes explained our first movie reviews something that's really disturbing something that gets our minds like like basically you're cutting off a head legit like you're cutting our head off honestly like we get wowed to the factory you know now this series had none of that it for us for me and pes by the way this is a sip and talk movie review it's not how everyone else sees it it's so why it feels like a like like a hype series i, I don't think it's a hype series i think no, i mean i don't think i just feel like you know it's i, I don't know i don't know The fact that <laughs> okay, okay, let's get into it. Yeah. But yeah, there's a. I think there's like 13 episodes or eight. I'm not sure. Eight episodes. Yeah, eight episodes. And for me and Pes, the horror elements. Ah, I'm not gonna talk about Pes. I'm gonna talk about myself. He can yeah. do his thing. My the horror elements in this zero. Like legit zero. I didn't get jump scared once. Did I? The fact that it's bad. I think you got jump scared because of. <laughs> I think I got jump scared because <laughs> of how me. bad it is. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I jumped. once um understanding the story is something i love to do before but the way it was presented to us you know like there is a redeeming factor on this uh let me find it wait is it the taxi driver stories yeah it was the taxi yeah okay one of the episode which is episode 2 yeah. is one of uh, i would recommend dubbe 5 it's oh. it's on, no 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 wait pass 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on I will tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why she said that. Trust, trust, trust. Uh, 
Kiwi, we're about to talk dub really soon. Don't worry, we watched the first one first. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so we're talking about Gojam right now, right? Don't worry, Kiwi, I'm gonna get into that after this actually, because uh, the next movie that we're gonna talk about is Dubbe actually. Okay, so Gojam had really good elements in story, only on one episode for me, which is Destination. It was like a cliche horror story that I think me and Pes could have filmed on our iPhones. I think so, but not at the same budget as them. Like I remember, I had this story down in my brain somehow. Like, like I could I I could see what's coming, and it's already been done in a lot of horror movies that I've seen before. For example, a lot of Bollywood movies I've watched as well. Uh, one is called Darna Zaruri Hai and Darna Manahe. It had the elements of that as well. Short stories, but yeah. scary. Yeah. That's one. That series you need to watch as well. But when coming to talk about this, I actually have zero comments about it because me and Pes. For the first time in our life, skip through all the episodes because nothing was scary. Nothing was scaring us. Even the last episode, we went and tried to like gauge with it. Like we couldn't, we couldn't gauge with it at all. Like Pes was trying his best. I did not even have my phone. I didn't even look at my phone. I was trying to visualize myself in the movie. Honestly, like getting scared, but I couldn't at this point because I've been so desensitized by how much shit Pes and me have watched so far. For example, Bedevil ruined a lot of scary movies to me. Oh my God. The taking of Deborah Logan, if you haven't, it was on Netflix a while back. Not sure if it's there now, but what the watch? We have watched this best. The fact that I don't remember, so like I. Uh, uh, don't worry, I don't think Pess has watched it actually, but I've watched the taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, it's not bad. It's good as well, but um, yeah. Speaking oh, that of. It sounded like a like a straight five or a four. It is a five and a four. <laughs> Okay. But you haven't watched it. Maybe you might have something else to really? say because you have. See, I am basing the story not off cinematography at all. Yeah, I know, but like, you know, uh, the the grading so far. Okay. Uh, you know, it's kind of similar. So like, if you put a four and a five, like, might as well. <laughs> okay, so. Then I'll, again, of course, I need to give it a chance. You do. So, all in all, if you guys want to review Go Jump yourself, please give it a watch. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you might like it. My friend loved it. The one who recommended, yeah. Yeah, and I did not love it at all. So I'm gonna start off the review saying that it was a two out of ten. <laughs> two redeeming factor is the second episode that I actually enjoyed watching because of how cliche it was, honestly. But yeah, wow, I feel like that's the lowest I've ever given a movie. Wait, didn't you give something a zero? No, I never, I never have. Really? Never have given a zero. You can check Did back. Did I? No, you haven't. We've all no. Was we, it two? Was it two the lowest? For me, I know two is the lowest for me because I've given a movie three, three point five. Yeah. Wait, which movie? I don't remember, but I remember. I will, I will check back the vote again. Uh, it's, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> for me, it's a two out of ten. I don't know if Pes has anything to appreciate in this movie because <laughs> he starts it off with appreciating. Tell me what you appreciate, Pes. Jeez, you know what? <sighs> Is this the first time in Sip and Talk where he won't appreciate anything? I, 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 oh, ah. man. I can't say I hate it. It's like, um, you know, it's like, um, what do you call this? They have really like high budget cameras and all these. And then like they could have made way more interesting things. But, you know, the fact that it's a short story, I don't really, you know, expect much from it. But... Um, the way that they did it is like um, I, <laughs> I 
can't even. I don't know. It's like the, the elements are just not there. It's not there for bro. me. Say it yeah, it is, the elements are just not there. Like I'm, I'm trying to give it a chance. Like we watched it. We kind of, we just skimmed through it. That's just how you know we wanted to get over with. Like so bad, but um, I think one episode that I remember was about the uh, the streamer. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. It was so stupid though. I, d- I don't guess. know. Yeah, it, it, I didn't get it. Like, she was trying to be cute and then she was faking like everything's like dropping and then like a ghost appeared which was herself and then she killed herself and then the fucking fake ghost became the streamer and doing cute stuff all over again. I guess, you know, that was supposed to make us confused. But then again, you know, I'm even, I'm confused about everything. Like, what the fuck? Not even like you know confused because I'm interested. I'm just confused why they actually made the you know the series. I don't know. It's like I guess points for trying. Come <laughs> you know? on, Pez. it's a Netflix movie. You know. Hey, they it's have... Netflix. Okay. True. <laughs> they have the worst shit there. Yeah, I don't know. They can't even buy. Can't sh- <laughs> they can't oh. even buy our favorite movie don't worry, series. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get but into um. It. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like it's like um I feel like it's a series made by <laughs> made by fucking influence. <laughs> like basic influence. I don't know. I'm just like I tried giving it a chance, but um it's just it's it's not for us. Maybe it's for other, other people, people just yeah. like, you know, the ones who recommended us. So I guess so for the guy who, let me yeah, tell you his best. Uh, let me tell you his rating. <laughs> It's a uh, 9 out of 10 for him. See? Yeah. Okay, see, so that's where we... So, you know, this. like, people like that, they need to watch Force of Love, Audition, fucking... <laughs> oh, dude, don't make them watch that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm not trying to ruin people's lives here. <laughs> no, no, you just say it how it is. Bro. Yeah, but, like, jeez. If he... If he... If he put yeah, Gojum a 9 out of 10, I don't think... I think the guy would rate fucking Dogtooth at one because he can't even handle the, the uh, fucking honest, movie. You can say it because he <laughs> hasn't watched it. Exactly. He will give it a chance as well. He said like, he will try watch it because he's not that ex- yeah. well versed in horror yeah. movies. That's what I found out and I'm like... Damn. I wasn't, but like, yeah. fuck. This is, <laughs> you introduced me for like, you know, a bunch of shit for like three years and then now I'm like so accustomed to it. I'm like, hey, yo, if there's a ghost in my kitchen, we're just homies. I get it. <laughs> But um yeah, my grading I guess. Come on. Jeez, I like the quality, and I that's like worth. The camera. Yeah, and that's worth two points. Aside from there, um, I'm thankful that they tried to give concepts, but um, it's not for me. So, I guess the only points I'm giving is the camera. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Hey, points for the camera. I, I'm so, I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. Even um the last episode where we're supposed to be like demons or like superstitious ghosts and you know kidnapping children and then they're supposed to like rebirth and then you're fucking i don't know i was just so confused Mm -hmm. in a bad way like not confused because i was trying to be or i was immersed but it was just 101 percent confusion or like what the fuck is going on is this even horror or or what am i watching it's just like a random video out Mm -hmm. of whatsapp (laughs) <laughs> Ouch! Yo, that kind of hurts, Pez. 
I, 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 that's it. I, I'm just giving honest. I want to say it like you though. Like, damn, how do you? <laughs> all right, all right, perfect. Well done. But like, Fess, we haven't gotten a score from you yet. Uh, two out of ten, just for the camera. <laughs> there you go, guys. We get I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But that's just me. That's just me. Don't it's hate it. It's Don't okay. It's okay. It's basically what sip and talk reviews do. You know, it's our own opinions, and there's a lot of reviewers out there, and. If you wanna mix match us with them as well, I think they will have the same opinion as well. Cause I'm pretty sure they will. But yeah, um, that's for Gojam. Yep. Now, Kiwi mentioned Top Day Five. Now, Fess, I've done a bit of digging on this movie yeah. before. Yeah. Before I tell you, let me just get the actual name. Um, and... No, we only watched the first one. No, no, we didn't watch the first one. We watched. Um, where is it? The possession. That was the, 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 the. Oh, sorry. Ah, so. Oh, that was the fourth one. Uh, I did. But they have. Um, it's not a. It's not a continuous story, right? It's just like. Um, each series is, or like each number is like different story. Okay, so this movie, uh, I'm gonna tell who recommended it because <laughs> I love that man too. I, mean, I love him so this much. This is just our opinion, so yeah. I, you know. Okay, okay. But um, there is very sad. I, I actually, Pes, we need to give, we need to watch the Five because yeah, it's considered as one of the yeah. best see of its out there, and it's not like this style, by the way. So, we watched Dabbe because a beautiful person in my life recommended this to me. And sorry to him. He now gets how me and Pest watch his movies. And now, um, the story is basically behind uh, Jin, Exorcism and Possession. And how logic can beat science in a way, you know. And it is kind of based on a true story. Allegedly, by the way, allegedly. based on a true story which occurred in Ankara. Which is in Tur- situated in Turkey. And it's it was they presented in the worst style possible, <laughs> which is a mockumentary. Yep. Now, I tried to give this movie, you know, uh, actually fair shout because, you know, the person in my life introduced this to me. Now on the other hand, Pes is like, what the fuck am I fucking watching, bro? No. Hey, I tried to give it a chance no. because I you, know that person. No, you in the first minute of the movie. I am not cheating you guys. He's like, what the fuck is this? Everything right now is so easy. It's staged. Like, I notice like a lot of stupid elements here and there. Like, we are at that point, guys, where Pes and me hard hard review a movie so bad because our last movie review did so well and we got so much feedback from it. They want us to go ham on movies that we watch and what we think is worth it. Let me tell you a fact, guys. We watched Dubbe for the possession. For the total of 25 minutes and 24 seconds. Yeah, we didn't finish it. We We didn't even give it a chance because all this... I tried, okay? I tried. Yeah, I think we have to go back to give it a chance. But I don't think we will, honestly. Because I heard some of the W series are a hit and go. You know, a hit or miss, Mm. you know? So, this had no horror... It had horror elements. It had a good concept. It had a good concept. But like that, you know, I'll, I'll give my 
Yeah, it had a good concept, but like the horror elements to it did not did not dwell upon me as much because of the mockumentary style, you know, like the mockumentary was so bad. Some of the camera angles that were presented there did not need to be presented. Yeah. <laughs> like there was four like shit you not. I felt like there was 10 camera angles for a girl getting out of a car. Dub it 10 for CGI lol. You know what? <laughs> Give it that. You know what? Obviously that line is goaded. You know what? I think my friend obviously has watched fucking Dub it and like it wasn't the best. But what Kiwi recommended, Dubbe 5, we haven't watched it. And from what I've heard from actually good reviewers that I trust, honestly, because they have the same style as us. Uh, it's not my friend, by the way. It's found flicks. So, and they like horror elements too much as well. And uh, um, it got a g- substantial good review. And I think Pest would like that as well because it's not mockumentary style. Yeah. So I think we chose the wrong movie for me and Pest to watch. So sorry to the love person in my life. We stopped watching it in 25 minutes because the movie was so shit. Everything there, the acting was, I wouldn't say sublime, it was unworthy of acting, honestly. Like, it was, like they're amazing actors, I know, but like, it didn't hit me and Pest yeah. the way you want the movie to hit us. Don't worry, guys, these are the only two bad movies in this list. So, yeah, um, the horror elements, let me think. The position, okay. Me and Pess have watched a lot of possessions, like as in in movies. It was so well done. Like The Exorcism of Emily Rose is one movie that I spoke about it a lot that gave me nightmares when she got possessed. This, on the other hand, what the hell is this girl doing? She's talking about whores and everything and how everyone in the village has yeah, fucked. Bitch was snitching on other housewives. I'm yeah. like, damn, bro, you were snitching, you were fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just weird, like, like, uh, I need to understand, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to study back exorcism again to understand, like, because the way she was talking did not feel like how an exorcist, like, how a person that's possessed will talk, like, know about your wife's dirty work and all that, like, of course it's sins, I know, but, like, it's just weird the way she was talking, like, it just made this movie, like, cu- fucking Courage the Cowardly Dog is scarier than this movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't have, honestly... Sorry guys, I, I'm not giving Dubbe a chance, but I am going to give Dubbe 5 a chance and I promise you, Kiwi, me and Pest will sit throughout this whole movie, no matter what, I will make him sit throughout this whole movie no matter what, trust me, because I heard Dubbe 5 is good. So yeah, uh, for me, I'm going to go straight into, uh, what's it called, a topic, because I haven't, f- uh, a review, because I haven't found any elements that were of surprising to me, especially when they were talking about science and uh, and medicinal stuff. It just was like a high school debate to me at that point, you know. Like it was like, so cliche. Like the girl was like, you know, uh, oh, even uh, you know, the 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 guy mm. was like, you know what? Even if we were like, even if I give an example, would you agree or not? And she'd be like, nah. Nah, I wouldn't. So like, what's the fucking point? You just end the fucking movie there, <laughs> you know? Like, jeez. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, guys, I'm gonna give this movie. Don't worry, this is the. This is a fewer movie that's really bad. I'm going to give the movie a 2 out of 10. I will give it a 0. But you need to give... Bro, I gotta put some love, right? You gotta put some love, right? I'm sad. Like, I'm so sorry for the person who recommended it. <laughs> no, no, guess what? The person actually found out what our tastes are. And he gave Bedevil the watch. He couldn't handle it. Though. So he understands that he's really? not... Like, he he can't... watched Bedevil? He, he did, but he had to stop because uh, his wife was... Yeah. 
alongside him and he's like he'll give it a watch alone he is a horror fanatic the japanese are horror but like he wasn't able to handle it because of his loved one sitting next to him so probably when he's alone which i don't know when will that be he'll give it a watch and he's like yeah your guys is like t- intake in movies are has to be really high at that point because movies like dog tooth and be devil really like set the standards in fucking everything outside of human norm as it legit outside of human norm so i give this movie a 2 out of 10 got to give some love because wow, my brother why really? was go i thought it was actually better than godzilla nah bro nah bro nah bro it's on the same level of god bro god jump what move like we just sat through two episodes god jump was like close to zero but like i really like the fucking quality but that's it i love the quality as well that's why i gave it a 2 yeah. so dabbe the possession by the way gets yeah. a 2 out of 10 for me time for pesses review and i would love to see what he appreciates in this movie as well <laughs> no <laughs> Okay, so from starting at the movie, right? Now I remember what the fuck I was, you know, angry about. Okay. Because like the the fucking the the woman, the journalist, journalist, journalist yeah. okay? Like <laughs> this woman just like talks about, you know, in front of the camera and I was like, okay. And then the way she just swayed into the house like it's no fucking problem like oh there's a there's a woman who's like crazy mm. possessed like fucking maniacal would kill everybody and she's just like chilling like going through the house without you know like with no problems at all like she's all she's all cheerful like she knows it's staged like oh mm. shit you know it's fine i'll just sway through the house to the fucking room where the lady was possessed and like just chill there with no expressions at all and like hey It's a it's a supposedly possessed woman, and then I was like, okay, that's just that's just stupid. Even if right, okay, uh, let's say, uh, okay, Kiwi says I'm not sure if it's really good because I get scared too easily. Not sure if uh, you guys like it. No, or, no, no, Kiwi. Uh, yeah, uh, I heard W five is actually really yeah, good. Yeah, so uh, we'll oh, we'll give it a chance. Don't worry. This is W four the possession. Now, um, like, if it's kind of you know, even if it's like a mockumentary. and also allegedly based on true story now like just you know i'm just setting up a scenario like we don't have to let's say like someone close to us right hopefully not actually get into you know a this position? yeah okay and so like there's a fucking journalist out of nowhere and she just like sway oh. through the room uh, you, you you know I, I yeah you, if you're in the living room right oh, okay. someone with a fucking camera just like chilling and then like talk going into the room like nothing's happening won't you like stop them like yo like this is serious stuff not your fucking scientific experiment have you going all time exactly that's like so fucking stupid already and then uh when they get in and then the fucking camera angles were just like 3 fucking 60 you know so like some fucking skater camera point where it's just like 360 on the you know on the woman who was possessed i'm like where the fuck is the camera holding who who the fuck is like flying a drone in the room like you know and then the way it was edited Yeah. Like it was like lock on to the lady. Like oh y'all y'all fucking horse. I'm a snitch on you guys. Like yeah. you're fucking your 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 husband's going to die in 14 days because of a car accident. I'm like Wow, you remembered most of the dialogue. Okay, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> And then um the the blood. Yeah. In oh. the bucket. Okay. Now oh, oh, Yeah. Yeah. So 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 how or like why I said um Gojam was like worse. Dendabe is that you know 
I understand the concept and we've been through this, you yes, know. Like like I said, um I remember I said like this this would have been wujud like worse, like in the hor in the worst possible way. This is this is wujud in the worst possible way. Because like fucking and wujud they're just doing their stupid shit and then we're not supposed to listen to it. But um this one is like they're making fun of these things and you know like even if they were trying to put a story i remember where we where we left off where we like kind of quit i told fa to quit the movie because um uh, the guy who was supposed to you know um who was supposed to convince the journalist that like jins and the possessions are real not like staged um like they were in a fucking random ass jungle route and then you know they were stuck they were lost and then fucking wailing came out of nowhere came out of the forest okay now for anyone with a normal fucking IQ will never you know will never ever go to that fucking wailing inside of a fucking dark forest nobody especially the guy who's who's you know who's dealing with exorcism like some people just knows you should you should respect what you know what's in the jungle and all that like that's not our place to go So, you know, just like in Trondi, we're supposed to respect, you know, the the whatever's in there and we're not supposed to cross and do our own shit uh, because like th- those are the things. But it was just so stupid because of the fact that the guy who does exorcism just randomly fucking goes into the forest. And I'm like, that's that's the stupid. You you don't do that. You leave it alone. And then he said himself that it was dangerous. So why the fuck Did he even walk into danger? I don't get it. I really don't get it. And the journalist, um, the way she acts like she's so convinced that ghosts are not, you know, non-existent and it was just all staged and people, you know, people get possessed for fun. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's just, oh my God. I want to give it a chance, but I can't. Bro, I'm holding on to my fucking words right now. I'm already swearing more than fucking 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> But um what I like about it is that the way they presented it, some of them were impactful but in the worst possible way. So I feel like potentially it could have been better. Like I don't have I don't have a problem with the concept like someone you know a journalist who's not convinced that jinns and possessions aren't real and then there's supposed to be someone who does exorcism for a living and does chants and all that you know approving uh, like not alchemy and all the you know uh, all the recitations are real and how it blocks from you know all these spirits and all it could have been a very good concept that you know i would have like openly experience or like you know watch but it was so it was done in the most <sighs> worst possible way where i can't even appreciate you know if it's supposed to be a footage i guess you can put edits here and there but like not to this point where it's just it's not even mockumentary it's just mockery at this point oh my god that's <laughs> chill with that shit so yeah for the concept it could have been at least four or five but the way they presented it makes me feel like uh, they're ruining you know some of the the cultures because i you know i i've been in a situation where a relative was possessed and all that and Same. you know yeah so we've been through the actual 
situations um, in our lives and it wasn't it, it was it was definitely a different vibe and it's not that like legitimately it's not that so I would give it a two out of ten for trying one point five oh yeah that's lower than me that's because yeah. if they would actually you know direct it moderately I change it then it could have been like four to five because you know the concept is actually you know at some point scary to me because you know we know that this shit is real and we've mm-hmm. been into situations mm-hmm. now even in the most uh, moderate or mediocre way that they direct this it could have been a four out of five but the fact that 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 good concept is gone because of how they portrayed it shit went down to 1.5 for me uh, best gave this movie 1.5 I gave it a 2 out of 10 I'm gonna change it to 1 <laughs> right now cause I didn't even enjoy the movie at all as well so yeah, I changed mine to one. Actually, I'll stick with best, 1.5. I'll stick with him. Because I didn't even like the movie at all. So yeah, um, that was our movie review for uh, Gojam and Dabbe 4. Now guys, we will take a very short break. Mm-hmm. And we will be back and discussing more movies. Because we have really more good... Oh, we have now good movies lined up. Okay, the good ones, the good so, ones. So, oh, guys, thank you so much for the engagement. Please get hydrated and... Be back for more. Like it's a vibe right here. You know we're gonna oh, yeah. make this vibe going. Let's go. We'll be back. Stay hydrated. Hey, we're back now, guys. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Hope you all are hydrated. Hope, hope you guys are still comfy. And yes. We're still thankful that you stayed. Or <laughs> the. Um, session today was means a lot guys but yeah we're moving on to our next ah, no oh, these are all you good, know at least good <laughs> to go on so we're gonna talk about the next movie that was honestly one of my favorite like so me and Pes have watched a lot of survival movies that we haven't spoke about ourselves we watched uh, 127 hours as well we never spoke about it as well but we haven't watched a movie, a survival movie together. So this is one of the first survival movies I think me and Pes watched. We're taking it up a notch. We're talking about survival movies now. And this is the one. Not Frozen, alright? Not the Disney Frozen kind of thing, yeah? This is Frozen, legit a survival uh, movie. Gonna give a bit of uh, synopsis to it. Three snowboarders are stranded on a chairlift while riding up Mount Holliston. When the night lights suddenly go off, they either need to find their way down or freeze to death. It was released on June 24, 2010. Director Adam Green. Wow, he did he did justice to this movie. And um, the what's it called? The production companies are Bigger Boat and Ariscope Pictures. Dude, they made. 3.8 million and it reached box office so we're gonna talk about it now and uh, let me tell you Emma Bell who plays Parker O'Neill did a really good job I really liked her acting in that movie no matter how how annoying she was in the movie but yeah like let's get into it now now um, how do I start this off so this movie was based on a premise uh, back then I believe like uh like it taps like for me survivability taps into your fears you know 
For now, I don't have a fear of heights, honestly. Like, I can, I can, I can withstand my fear of heights. You know, like, it's fine. It's only an airplane, you know, that scares me. But imagine going on—I um, forgot what you call it—chairlift. Yeah, you're going on a chairlift on top of mountains. You know, you're really high up in the sky, and you're just in a chair with two or one or three of your friends. You know, like, I'm trying to imagine myself in this situation. You know, and honestly, the way the movie presented itself was—I loved it. It was not bad. It had some cliche moments, but overall, this movie showed survivability in the weirdest way possible. Because some some of the some of the moments in the scene, Fess and me said we would have done some things differently. But so far, like the movie decided to do what it wanted to do. You know, we'd have no say over it. So it it made Fess and me engage with ourselves while whilst watching the movie. And it was so well done. Um, there was a part where a pack of wolves come, and it was well done because wolves actually smell blood and smell fear of a lot of people, and they introduce this really well. And like one scene that I always remember from Frozen is when they're actually on the chairlift. You know, they were the last people there, and the chairlift suddenly stops, and you hear creaking of a metal. And can also get hypothermia. Yes, we're gonna get into that. And frostbites. You know, I've had a frostbite before. Ah, uh, Elsa. Can Elsa get hypothermia? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't watch Frozen. I think this is Pess's answer. What do you think, Pess? It's a troll. Okay. But yeah. Um. So yeah, this movie. Dwelled a lot of like, like it got me and Pes engaging, which was a really h- a hard thing for a movie to do, honestly. And get me and Pes to talk about the movie in general, like for example, Seed and Slaves. Pes kept going on and on about the movie cinematography and like, oh, A24 production as a joke, you know. That's different. Oh. Nah, Diathira, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't want to watch No Frozen. I don't think Pes want to watch Frozen too. Hey. Uh, Daithiri, if you really want to watch Frozen, I'll give it a go. We'll do a Frozen night, yeah? yeah. Maybe after your exam, who knows? But yeah, um, the movie. How was I gonna say this? Let's do. Uh, the movie got me thinking. That's that's all I can say. Like, the decisions made in that movie is something that I got pissed at, but. Throughout the whole movie, even okay, yes, this is one thing I liked. The small talk they had in that movie is something you do in a survival situation. You know, you'd make jokes out of stupid things. There's that one guy, you know, that makes jokes out of a lot of things. You know, and like the contrast between characters. You know, like for example, the girl's boyfriend died. You know, and the boyfriend was the guy's best friend. You know, so it's a best friend and and uh, and a girl whose boyfriend just died. And they had that fight, you know, like he was my best friend. You were just his boyfriend. You could have stopped him, you know, blah blah blah. This was a client. It was one of the most highlighted parts in that movie, you know, when they played in the trailer. And that to me is like something that actually threw me back into a survival situation I was once put in, you know, which I'm not gonna get into that. I think I'll, I have another episode to talk about that as well. But it was so well done to the point where I could actually see myself as a guy that would make jokes out of situations like this. And yeah, like, 
all in all the movie did really well in my expectation it was not the best to be honest it was not the best but it's way better than most of survival movies i watched so far up to date and the introduction of the wolves is one thing that is also so hype about the movie because the way it was brought up and the way the camera panned straight away to that one wolf looking at him in the face legit was 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 one of the best things ever like i saw in a movie and if i could think more on the movie like i'm pretty sure like my brother has been snowboarding and like people who've been snowboarding and going on chairlifts actually a fear plays on this and i heard this movie played into a lot of fears into people that takes chairlift you know so they took extra precaution because i heard some of this was related to an allegedly a true story so yeah uh the movie played a lot of a lot of good aspects in survivability not most in survivability just decisions made by characters so i would get straight into the review and give this movie a I'm still thinking and not a 5.5 out of 10 it, it, it had did not have a lot of elements of survivability honestly it had decision making in my opinion i am all guys in my opinion there was a lot of decision making happening there and okay why give a 5 now i remember thank god is how the women survived it was so bad it was so bad the way she survived just ruined the whole movie for me basically it was a stroke of luck her freaking chairlift fell down to the ground and she just you know if i am that lucky in life Oh my god, I should win the Nobel prize because she freaking dodged six werewolves in front of her, you know. And I'm pretty sure wait, you know, I take back what I said about what they did right with wolves. I don't think if wolves see a moving person if they just ate another person, I think it would go for the person that's also alive and looking at them in the eyes, you know. Legit. I was and she just rolled her way out of this seemingly so into a passing by truck. It was so stupid. The ending really did not do it for me, but the first half of the movie did wonders for me because I loved it. It's it goes to show how ending can impact a movie. Honestly, some of these movies like how ending can just throw away the whole movie to me, you know. So yeah, I give this legit a five out of ten, not five point five. I just remembered the ending straight away. So yeah, I give this movie a five point five out of ten. Just give it a watch though guys like see what you guys think of this movie and like you can come into discord and talk to us about the movie we reviewed here so yeah your turn mr bess uh frozen yeah i like elsa and anna <laughs> <laughs> shit ah, this movie um it didn't hit wonders or it didn't hit home run but you know it's um So if it was allegedly based on true story allegedly. maybe maybe to the point where it's just like okay um they you know they heard a story about um a group being stuck on a chairlift and then that's it and then you know from then on it's just the creativity of a movie and now i guess like i don't um i can't really hate it because you know it's not based on a true story and so like the way they try to direct it is of course movie like but um uh i had a a part of you know um indulging myself into the characters where you know um they killed 
the guy that was in between, you know, two different relationships, which was from the girlfriend and as well as the guy best friend as well. So, the guy who died, you know, um, brought the girlfriend, like you said, and then also the best friend. Now, you know, being indulged, and for me, I tried to think of it like two ways now. So, if I was the girlfriend, what are the memories, and how can I defend? You know myself yeah. in terms of like saving you know my boyfriend who just like fucking died in front of me and that's gonna be traumatic so in terms of that part is like watching the love of your life dies but then from the best friend part is like this guy who you grew up with your childhood friend until you're a grown adult that you spent time with in your life mm-hmm. dies in front of you so that's like two different expressions and two different personalities all together. So I'm just trying to like, okay, which one impacts more? I feel like the guy would be, you know, because like I've spent more time with you now. If like you, you know, yeah. if like <laughs> we can do a conversation or some shit like that. And so, you know, the, the, the conflicts between the bonds, um, you know, uh, between the best friend and the girlfriend was like... It was, I would say, enjoyable because, you know, they had, um, they did the small talks, they did the, the, the calming down jokes, mm-hmm. they did the, the serious parts where they, you know, talk real shit in life or like how they're doing in life. And then um, how when the, when the guy died, you know, um, that's where conflict begins and then the blame game happened. So I really like how they kind of like um, reach out to these different categories within the friendship, you know, from two different personalities with two different situations regarding on how they are connected to this certain person that died. So I was like, okay, that's enjoyable. But the way, you know, the way it ended, the way the movie progressed, it was it could have been better mm-hmm. I feel like you know the decision making and all that of course when it's a budget movie where you only have a mountain and a chairlift and three people that's like 80% of the movie of course the decisions and the relationship of these characters are gonna portray in the, in the movie right so that's like the main topic of this movie now the relationship that was good but the f- the freaking direction or like the progressing you know the, the progression of the movie um, I did predict like you know they climb yeah. up to the wires up above and then like you know they try to climb downwards <laughs> I was I remember I was screaming like all four all four but the guy keeps on fucking climbing the wires on just his hands and that you know that cut his gloves and then now he's like badly injured so it kind of triggers me <laughs> I don't know but maybe you know in terms of panic you can't really think of how you could have done something so or like more you know efficient so I guess it was good until like to the point it was ending it was so bad where the guy wanted and a weapon and all that and then he fucking dies when the, when the girl wakes up again and I, oh yeah I remember um, because it was icy cold, right? And then you have to put your hands on the railing. Mm. I remember the girl, right? She opened up when she woke up. She, her hand was on the railing. She opened it up slowly, yeah. and then the the skin, frostbite. yeah, frostbite. The skin was like freaking. Um, what do you call this? It was a. Uh, it was 
dispatching from her fucking body. Yeah, her skin. Yeah, was... and then yeah, I remember yeah. one part of the movie throughout the end, it was fucking healed. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was like, wait, what happened to your hand? I, how did it just heal? What the fuck? What happened? So I was like, okay, that kind of ruined it. And then the werewolves, and then the way they passed by, like, um, I feel like what they could have done better when she fell down, she could have done or like put a message on the, you know, the dead boyfriend because it was literally down there. You know? She couldn't. She had to run they, to the wolves. Yeah, right? I mean, uh, the wolves wasn't there. Ah, no. The wolf was at, still eating the guy that was like down, you know, by like fucking. But I think she was at that point away. where hypothermia got her actually. But like, she just wanted to get up. At least, right? You would remember the guy who died <laughs> in front of you, or at least like you know below you, like by fucking wolves. At least like say something or like make a scene where it's like memorable. But nah, she's just like you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Like, I don't care about nobody. And then she found out her other homies were eaten. And then somehow the werewolves were like, "Ah, you cool? We we you know, we ate already. We ate your friends. So like, yeah, you, yeah, can you, can, pass you can pass by. You can pass by. Exactly. That's, that's so fucking stupid. I'm like, bro, that's not how it is. And then she just miraculously, um, fainted, you know, in between a fucking car ride. And now like, okay, she's she's safe now. Now she can spread out the word. Like that was it. There wasn't much into it. Like one to seven hours at least. You know. Oh, dude, let's not get into one, two, seven hours. Exactly, it was beautifully done. Exactly, it's one of the best survival movies out there, guys. And, and it was based on, it. True, story. based on so, true story. So you know yeah. the way it was directed. I and followed all that. that true story when it came out yeah. as well. And the way it was directed, it was like all done. Like yeah. every every box was checked. I I fucking watched it when I was thirteen. That was the that was the first gore movie. <laughs> I don't ever seen it. it was so disgusting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Frozen. Oh, I still remember now. Frozen, you know, it, I I don't know. There was like not an intense scene where I just like, oh fuck, this is so disgusting. Or like, you know, survival shit. Because I feel like I was scared more of Anaconda than Frozen, <laughs> even though it was CGI. But yeah. um, um, I would say at least they did the werewolves pretty good. You know, it wasn't you know. In the start, they did, but in yeah. the end, like you gotta in, ask. No, in the, the end, it was the story that ruined it. But you know, the the way they blend in the werewolves and all that shit, like I okay. feel like why I gave it. A but really you know, the next movie is gonna be bangers because the wolves are <laughs> both as fuck. Did we talk about when the boyfriend jumped out and his bones popped? Oh up? yeah, that, that was, was one of the reasons why I gave it a high rating because really it made a, it made you and squeal for a bit. No, no, okay. okay. This is what I just thought, right? So remember where they um. There was a fucking vehicle that yeah. came up, yeah. right? I remember it had a hard time going up because it was so thick. Now, rem- imagine this, right? Um, oh, okay, I can't really, you know... <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, fucking, you know, uh, physics and engineering where, like, you know, the impact of, you know... Because a foot and a tire, a tire is bigger, right? Yeah. So it would have more survivability. Now, about legs, about legs, that was thick snow. But it wasn't as hard as fucking river. So, unless he really landed on a very stupid fucking straight legs, where it just pops out out of your legs, at least like when you you know when you fall, you could have been flat, but you wouldn't die. You would hurt your fucking liver or like a broken rib. But that's it. But this guy just goes straight like legitimately. 
like straight fucking 90, 90 degrees straight to the ground and then break his fucking bones. I feel like that, it could have been better. It legitimately could have been better and he survived. I, I, I don't know because it, okay, it, they did show it. Yeah, they did show it was pretty high. But since it's thick snow and you can bend so easily when you fall down, mm. you might have fucking leg injuries, but not to that point where it's like fucking Final Destination where you, where your fucking balls just pop out for a birthday party. I, I don't know. So they could have done better. And then um, I guess like at least he did die. That's because if he died when he when he you know fell, that'd be fucking stupid. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I would fucking stop the movie right there. I'm like, bro, no. And that takes no. I feel like we've seen, you know, more scenarios where people fall from like, like really tall trees and still at least like have a one broken leg. Mm. Not as much as this guy. But like, okay. Since it's a, you know, it was a movie based on creativity, of course. It was directed by, um, you know, your own writing. And I expect a lot of creativity since it's a survival with not a lot of characters or you know environment to to adapt with so i guess the way it um progressed it was good until the ending part kind of ruined it i would give it a a solid 4.5 from there yeah so best give it a 4.5 i give it a 5 so yeah that was sip and talk review on Frozen 2010 Now I feel like We move on to the Banger of a survivability movie Honestly And It's called Hopefully you guys are enjoying And if you guys have any input Please Chat Feel free to swerve in the chat You know Give us your opinion If you've watched the movie or not Or if you want to ask us a question Remember this is still an AMA Exactly So Drop a topic so we can talk about it Hells yeah (laughs) If anything you want to ask Just ask We want to talk with you guys Exactly But yeah So far the movie reviews Have been doing really well I'm really happy Now this movie bro It's the man It's the man The myth The legend bro Don't question his Work ethic Let's get it Now Movie is called The Grey, 2011. Starred by Liam Fucking Neeson. The one and only. The one and only. Taken. I will find you. Every movie is like and Taken. I will kill you. Oh my Except god. Except Oh yeah, true. He was in Narnia. <laughs> I forgot about that. But yeah. Um, a bit synopsis in the story. John Liam Neeson is a wolf hunter. And he's one of the eight survivors of a plane crash. He must fight off a pack of hungry wolves, mortal injuries, and ice element, icy elements to get himself and the survivors back to safety. Now, I need to give credit where credit is due. Director Joe Carnahan really made this movie what it is today. Honestly, like there are a lot of mixed reviews on this movie, but most of the reviews are fucking amazing because the intensity. And like you don't, we don't, we don't need to give um, how we don't need to know how Liam Neeson acts, bro. Like he is intense in nature. His voice, like, it's too good. Like when he played, I forgot Rosal Ghul for Batman. Like, holy shit, he fit the role. And whatever role you give him, and if he likes it, he will fit it. He will change his lifestyle accordingly, accordingly to that role. And also, one person that I need to like talk about who actually made this movie so nice for me is Frank Grillo who plays John Diaz in the movie 
was amazing. His acting was on point as well. I loved every line that he said, even though he was the biggest douche yeah. in the movie. He did wonders for that movie. His ending was the most beautiful ending ever. Yeah. And I sympathize so much with him because you know what he did? He did what every man would do. He knew when his end, like, I'm going to get to the story, but he knew what his ending point was. And no fucks given. I just want to rest. I am tired and I want to pass the way I want to pass, you know. I don't want to go and fight these hungry wolves like we've been doing for for the past fucking 20, 30, like, like a long, a long time going, jumping through hoops and circles. But yeah, he filled in the role really well. He did amazing job. Like, I cannot praise the man anymore. But the story-wise, you know, like, uh, Liam Neeson uh, is going through... A tough time in his life like his wife passed away i believe and his dad was a boxer as well he has this boxing mentality to a lot of things as well and he has a poem as well which i forgot what it's called um if i could find it uh the great poem uh once more into the fray into the last good fight i'll ever know live and die on this day live and die on this day this quote is said ar- like around like mm, like around four or five times as a movie and the quote has so much impact to it because it's what he lives his life to it's his life's conduct it's his life's rule you know and the way the metaphor was set up it was such a beautiful ending i'll get to the ending but as the story progresses there were there were some moments that was pretty dull to me which was uh, actually the beginning of the movie itself. That's just for me. Uh, it was just not as impactful. When he actually wanted to commit suicide and when someone saw him, that's when he stopped. And that's when the movie actually picked up for me, which is like 11 or 9 minutes into the movie. And from there on, the movie was amazing. Like you cannot, I, I mean, not you cannot, I cannot like praise this movie enough. Like I know it got like a lot of mixed reviews, but at the end of the day, this is my review and how I feel about the movie. The movie progressed really well for me. The plane crashed. You do what every people... Okay, so this is one thing me and Pez found a bit weird about the movie. I think is how the plane crashed and how he survived. You know? He's like... It's like Liam Neeson is immortal, you know? Like, he survived in such a way that's, you know, like... A, the whole plane crashed there, but his seats are, like... Ended up somewhere so far away from the plane, kind of. So, yeah, like, it happens. They went and started... He started collecting the survivors of the plane and everything and the wolves were not introduced yet. They were introduced in the uh, beginning of the movie where he killed one, you know. But like the the wolf pack was not introduced right now and when it how it was introduced was fucking morbid. He was the wolf was eating on a fellow comrade of uh, Liam Neeson, uh, not Liam Neeson of the crew itself. And Liam Neeson, the badass he is, like fucking went head on and fought the wolf first. It shows a human aspect of Liam Neeson. I'm gonna call him Liam Neeson. I just find it weird calling him John. Like, it's just, it just doesn't come out my tongue really well. It's but Liam It's Liam Neeson, bro. <laughs> he came and fought the wolf fucking head on. Like, that is what, like, a guy is not afraid of death, you know, because of that quote that I mentioned, he lives by that conduct, you know? And when he fought the wolf, his friends came and protected him. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. That was all good, right? And then, The way they introduce these wolves is like they have a mentality. They will pick off each of the fucking crew until there's no one else left to survive. And they've been doing that with the crew. They've been picking them off. And the elements of like 
when you're when you're stranded in a fucking uh, deserted plane crash environment and it's snowing, a lot of icy elements to it, like people will generally lose their minds, you know. Everyone is just questioning each other's faith, you know. Like there's this douchebag, and you can't help it. He is a douchebag, you know. But like, it is, it is what it is. At that point, you need to be a douchebag at sometimes because even though you're not helping the situation, you're helping yourself portray yourself like how you are and you know the character is scared and the progression of the characters were really good uh, i forgot the guys a lot of guys name but the way they were talking to each other when they survived the first wolf attack and they were in a fire pit across each other and talking about faith you know it was it was emotional because they knew they were like most of them i could see it in their eyes no one knew they were going to survive. They just wanted to have a fun time. So they were talking about their daughters, you know, what brings them joy in this life. And a guy asks uh, Liam Neeson about faith and how he doesn't believe it. And I forgot the lines there, but it was impactful when he was talking about faith. Like, it moved me to the point where I sympathize so much with Liam Neeson. Like, it's a fight or flight situation. And he was the calm and collected one. He may... If, are you fucking kidding me? You're using shotgun cells and a fucking stick to make a fucking, uh, uh, what's that called? It's like a stun grenade, but you stun someone on impact. You know, I was fucking sick. And like when they first, uh, and there was a point in the movie where they was chased by wolves and they survived the wolf pack. And uh, what's it called? The wolf attacked this one guy, but Liam Neeson used the sh sh shock stick, I guess. It killed it. And the guy who was, uh, I forgot his name again, Jesus, wait, hold on, hold on, Diaz. John Diaz, yes, John Diaz just got up and started like knifing the fucking wolf and everyone was just laughing and just happy because you could see that he's been through shit, like he got attacked, like he was in debt and like the, sh the shock took over him and he was happy and you know what the motherfucker did, you know what the Liam Neeson said? We're gonna send them a message, something like that. And they fucking cooked the wolf in front of the fucking wolf pack. You know how fucking crazy that is? I've been using the F word a lot of, like, I, I, am, I love this movie so much because, you know, and to add insult to injury, that guy took the knife from Liam Deeson's hand and cut the fucking wolf's throat. And he showed it to the wolf. Do you want any more of this, you fucking wolves, blah, blah, blah. And that, in and that antagonized one bad motherfucker who is the alpha the alpha came up and it was a short moment of time where all of the eight crew members lined up together and they stare like when a wolf stares at your back Liam Neeson said stare at the wolf right fucking back in the eyes and they did exactly that and it was at that point where the whole story shape shifted everyone kept dying on Liam Neeson you know like no matter how much will and fought, uh, fight they had they couldn't and you know how John Diaz died is the most beautiful way like he just took the e not the easy way out but his own way out you know and that's what I loved about the survivability movie it shows the decisions made by people you know like different types of people different situation different outcomes you know and one guy just tried to survive until the end and he drowned really badly in front of Liam Neeson's hand and then Liam Neeson had to like collected the wallets he was putting it down I'm, I'm skipping a lot of our story but this is towards the end where we don't get a much but we get a lot from the movie and that's what I love about the ending he sees the wolf and I don't like okay I understand like the 
the movie reviewers will say this like it took a wolf a long time to attack like he <laughs> Liam Neeson is just setting up to fight right and the wolf is just staring at him you know it was it was a weird moment but i felt like it was a ufc kind of moment where you stare off your fighters you know for the main event you know like it was a way in and Liam Neeson was just like instead of taking off his clothes he's breaking bottles con- using a tape to and connecting it to his fucking fingers and like he's saying i'm fucking ready and he says that quote one more time that i said in the beginning after saying that quote the wolf jump and Liam Neeson jumps and that's when the movie ends and you don't know anything that happened right after that and to me that is such a beautiful ending because I don't know if Liam Neeson died. I don't know if the wolf died a painful death or Liam Neeson died a painful death. But what I do know is, at the end of the day, whoever lives were lost on that day, uh, what's it called, did lose a lot of things. But Liam Neeson won at the end of the day. You know, he went out as a as a martyr with from his court. You know, uh, he went on his court and yeah, that's that was that was my take on the movie and like. Satori B and said meme review you laugh you lose soon coming soon yeah <laughs> coming soon we're going to have some reddit pages line up for the next podcast or like next stream i guess so yeah we'll see when that happens but for me i'm going to give this movie a solid 7 out of 10 because this movie did so much seven? wonders for me hmm 7 yeah okay what do you think that is yeah uh, yeah the basically the fight scene uh, with the wolves at the end like it was a stand it was a stalemate it was kind of like a standstill yeah, scene I'll give my own because like it it was a story that was taking it you know it, yeah. it was a story's perspective on an actual survivability movie yeah. kind of thing like a wolf won't wait i know it won't wait uh, that scene went on for around 10 minutes of looking at each and every one and that was a beautiful scene don't get me wrong i could give it an 8 9 or 10 this movie did wonders for me but from that scene alone and the plane crash scene was kind of like it, it was it was amazing but like it, it was just weird honestly like cuz how Liam Neeson ended up in another in another area where the plane crash was his like and the one thing was he wasn't filled up with a lot of bruises or anything from the plane crash you know like he didn't have a moment of shock you know Like when you have the flight of flight situation you can't think straight away like your ears your ears lose uh, lose the effect of sound from what i believe when it comes to plane crashes and if you survive one so he just went up and straight away went to the fucking like, plane crash I, like bro. like i'm Liam Neeson i'm a badass like i'm gonna do this my way so yeah i give this movie a solid actually i'll change it to an 8 out of 10 because i enjoyed this movie so much it's not a 9 or a 10 127 hours if we did review it it was a 10 out of 10 movie for me because that movie made me cry this movie made me emotional because i just felt the anger and rage from Liam Neeson and that's enough for me to ever love him so far with him yeah but this one was another level of rage and the poem into the fray ah oh, beautiful poem into the last good fight i'll know and he ended that metaphor while fighting a fucking wolf there you go 7 out of 10 uh, 8 8 out of 10 <laughs> Okay now just to give more context um the gray is also a survival movie that is you know that is in the ice I see elements with Yeah and then there's also werewolves the same kind of movie that we kind of talked about just now yeah. <laughs> where there's ice there's wolves and then survivability Now 
I would say you can't even compare. <laughs> because, <laughs> because this one. Now, the funny thing is, the order that we that we did this was also the 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 order that we watched the film. Because yeah. after Frozen, we watched the Grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I was like, damn, we're watching another icy survival movie again. I was like, okay, it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. You know? And then um, I didn't expect much from this movie at first, but. It turned out um, really, it had impactful moments. Now, uh, since you guys already know the the basics of the movie from what Fahad said just now, um, I would say one thing that made me remembered was the um, transition. Remember when he was in the blanket with the wife, and then the blanket like fucking oh, yes. through, and yeah, then they're yeah. in, they're in the snow. I'm oh, like, whoa, what the fuck? That was, that was a sick transition. I was like, shit, bro. I was like, okay, that's cool. Now, um, so basically, the whole movie was just you know um, the crew surviving, um, based on Liam Neeson's you know expertise because his job with the crew was to kill these beasts or like ice wolves, um, you know that's part that's just part of his job. Now, I guess this movie, you know, um, really grows on you emotionally because it's about a group like a big group and. A crew and then survivability yeah. but then you know Liam, ne- Liam Neeson he's the badass he's the knowledgeable one so you gotta listen to him now <coughs> sorry I, I feel like Liam Neeson would be you know that um, that that villain that you kinda agree with yeah you know cause I like he didn't give a fuck in the movie yeah like you know what if you wanna kill yourself then go fucking go but if you wanna survive like I'm, you know, I'm giving you all the knowledge that I know about these, um, these werewolves or like, you know, ice wolves, and then I kill them for a living, so I know a thing or two. But if you want to bitch around and ki- uh, kill yourself, then like, go ahead. So I'm like, whoa, okay, yo, passive aggressive. You know? So I really like um, that personality as well. He's like really hard because you know, it's not just playing around anymore. You you gotta survive. So. The way they um, did the the ice walls were really cool as well, mm. you know. Um, of course, it's CGI, but like it, it was really really good. And um, uh, what I really liked about this movie on how its progression was that you know um, you get this bunch of crews right, and then a lot of people. There were different types of separations, different ways of they dying, and then different um, different memories in each person. So it feels like the more you go, or like the how the movie progressed to the end, the more you know about the people who survive. It's like you know, uh, the more you, s- it's like you're there with them, spending time, you know, because uh, potentially the guys who died earlier could have had more stories because you know some were going back or like some were doing these work because they had nobody in their life some had children some had you know sick parents and all that but um yeah that made me kind of moved in a you know in a more emotional way because if the other guys were alive what kind of stories would they have because you know the ones who survived was like the douche the hopeless ones and then the one who was hoping to see his wife again and all that Liam Neeson he got a dead wife Mm. So in the end, I guess it was just him rejoining her. Um, but yeah, I, I can really feel the personality and the traits and the relationship between these crew. It's like, you know, it, it's so different because within the crew, they're, 
you know they're growing a bond with each other as well but at the same time you get to know their personal lives the more you know uh, the more you grow into the movie or like mm. the more it progresses so it's so you know for me it was so sad because the more you spend time with them in that movie the more you know them but at the same time you're also anticipating okay who who the fuck's gonna die next you know so it's like the more you know the person the more it's gonna get emotional because now you know the the guy's backstory but you also know that the, the werewolves are gonna get one of them so we just have to anticipate who's gonna die you know like it's just gonna be more sadder because you're gonna get uh, you, you're gonna get to know the characters more in depth and so you kind of feel empathetic and you know sympathy for these people but you also know they're gonna die so it's like shit <laughs> you know and then um, I guess uh, for the douche how he ended up the personality change that was like fucking beautiful, beautiful yeah man. and then the guy who uh, drowned I was like I was it was so intense I was like dude he's right there I feel like uh, out of so many deaths by wolves his death was the most morbid one exactly he drowned. yeah and fucking Liam Neeson was pulling him and then he couldn't make it. I'm like, bro, he was there. He was helping, but he died anyway. It was so fucking sad. And then, um, uh, I remember when the guy was questioning Liam Neeson what he was doing outside during the night. Mm. And then he was, you know, he was about to, he tried to kind of join his wife, but he couldn't with his sniper rifle. Mm. And, um, at the end, um, they he ended up in the fucking werewolf domain. So now um, I'm just gonna talk a, a little bit about you know how it was really long for the wolves to you know attack him. Um, I guess in terms of movie element, I see that you know it's just a creative element that you put in a movie where like uh, Liam Neeson like really not regret but like he realizes. That he's in the fucking domain mm. Like He can't go out now Like there's no way out He's gonna die That's it You know how You know uh, From From the start of the movie Till the end um, He He been You know uh, Sharing the knowledge of these These werewolves At some point He surrenders Like he knows If they get you You can't get away anymore Like he respect these wolves as well On their abilities to hunt down so at that point I feel like at the end he you know he knows that he has to surrender at one point but he's not gonna surrender without a fight that was it I feel like and the way that the werewolves took their time was bro it's their home he he they know that Liam Neeson cannot go I'll go out fucking he's around 360 yeah. by ice wolf like he's not gonna go away so the alpha came in and then like staring at him it was like, you know, alpha to alpha. Yeah. Whereas just like, okay, you're the one who's been messing with us. And then like, you know, fucking. So we got your crew and now you're going to fucking die. But I know you're the alpha, so you're going to fight me the way you can. And then his rifle broke, so he got a fucking UFC, this fucking werewolf. But then again, even if he beat the alpha, he's going to die either way. So we know that for sure. So I guess, you know, that last moment where he um, recited the poem. And then knowing his, um, I guess like the way I see him surrendering um, you know he, accepting his fate of dying but not accepting it to the point where it's just like giving up like the guy on the river but like wanting to fight for his life the way he can even though he knows that he 
couldn't. So um, I guess that was beautiful. At the end, you know, he still stick to the 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 wife that died. Mm. And the, I, I I don't know. It was a beautiful emotional movie, but it was um, it was a <laughs> it was directed in a more aggressive you know um, actiony way. Yeah. But uh, you know, at the same time, it's so smooth that you get to be more personal and emotional for these people as well. So like, it, it was done. It was like a, it was cool. I I really I really liked it. It was beautiful. And um, final grade, I would give it an eight. Like me. Yeah, I would give it an eight because it was it was it was cool. And it was a uh, moving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was. Uh really good hope you guys enjoyed this episode of sip and talk stay tuned for the next episode and as always stay goaded <laughs>